Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alexi Talanda here, and welcome to our bonus content as we work on putting Ostium Season 6 together. We're continuing with our Behind the Ostium series as we go in-depth with the making and discussion of how each episode of Ostium came to be, as well as much more. I am joined by Dwayne Farver, a big fan of the show and creator of the spin-off podcast, Manifestations. If you enjoy the Behind the Ostium series, you can get full access to over 50 episodes right now by supporting Team Ostium on Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. You'll also get access to a bunch of other bonus content on there too. Once again, that's patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. We'll continue working on getting Ostium Season 6 ready for release in 2022. But for now, sit back and enjoy another episode of Behind the Ostium. So we're moving on to episode 28, Dark Side of the Moon. With this episode, with everything that happened with Monica and her big story and resolution, and then in the previous episode with... Um, Dave's storyline and his kind of big story, it was kind of like I needed to top this with it being Jake, with it being irrefutable proof that he was alive and hadn't been killed off. Shocking. <laughs> um, so I wanted to make it a big story, um, something different, something new, um, and try to make an episode that I had never done before. Kind of like I did with um, Home by the Sea in episode, I mean, season two with um, making it a horror episode. This one, I just wanted to make it something new, fresh, different, something totally unusual because what had happened on the show had never happened to the main character before with Jake going through the blackness and all that. Um, so I started with going for a kind of art, artsy, artistic style episode with um, researching quotes, lyrics, um, different ideas and stuff like that and trying something where I would hear lines said by Jake over and over different lines kind of piecing together originally I was going to have them in kind of order so they made sense with like lyrics and quotes and things like that and then I realized it worked out better just to mix it up to show how messed up things were how Jake wasn't sure what was going on he knew he was alive but he wasn't sure where he was when he was what he was kind of like a having him slowly regain consciousness and slowly um, come back to himself 
Um, I think it was probably shortly after I came up with this kind of intro bit that I realized I wanted to play kind of along with the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon album. And then obviously that made it easy for the title of the episode. And so when I originally set it up, and I'll have this linked um, with this behind the ostium when it airs, um, had the whole um, script broken into, I don't remember how many tracks there are. I think like 10 or 11 tracks are on the album. And I had it broken up into 10 or 11 parts as I was writing it. And in each section, I tried to do it with the first draft or at least with the second draft, I would include at least some little reference or lyric to that particular song, uh, following an order of the track list of the album. Um, it just made it really fun to make, again, make it something very different and unusual for Ostium and really fun for me as a huge Pink Floyd fan to get super nerdy and put all this stuff in. Um, in the beginning lines, there is also a line again um, from Conan, uh, the Do You Really Want to Live Forever, which is calling a little bit back to Monica's storyline, um, just because I'm a fan of those movies, those cheesy movies. But also I feel like the line works well for both the characters and what they've been going through. Again, like with the other episodes, I had one piece of music, one piece of Chris's music that fit well for the episode and kind of had a nice feel to it as we're moving along, um, giving it a sense that you wouldn't have got with other pieces of music. I really thought it fit in well. And also it was the same piece of music that we'd had right at the end of episode, I'm trying to think which one it was, 11? 10. Um, at the end of season, what are we doing? We're doing season three? Yeah. End of season two, um, when we're not sure if Jake is still alive or not, he might be gone forever. That might be the end. That same piece of music that holds out the note there, that's the music that's back in here, which again, fit well with the episode. And I think joins up nicely with Jake's possible ending and then showing that he is still alive and kicking. With Jake falling a long, long way, it's definitely an intentional reference to Gandalf's fall at the Bridge of Khazad-dûm against the Balrog of Morgoth. Um, again, going it because of how Gandalf changes through that and after he comes out of it again is a different person, that's what Jake is going through too. Um, and that's intentional. Um, also playing a little bit with the end of 2001 with things getting very weird and confusing and stuff like that, that again, intentional, what I was kind of pulling from in my mind as I was writing it. Um, it's an intentional rebirth for Jake with his, you know, first final, you know, definite confrontation with the blackness and coming out of someone new, someone stronger, someone different, um, someone we might not totally know or understand at this point. And it will take time as the episodes unfold in the future of who this new Jake is. He's no longer Jake Fisher, the gray, but Jake Fisher, the white. <laughs> um, I was definitely going for a poetical, lyrical feel to the episode too, not just with the language, but just with the feel of it all. I think it came off very artistic, which is what I was going for. So we have Jake kind of slowly coming back to himself, remembering things, um, the reference to um, him being a kid, the watch, the Mickey Mouse watch, and you know the importance of time and things like that worked out well. Um, the Mickey Mouse watch is actually a little reference to the Robert Langdon character from Dan Brown's um, Da Vinci Code, the, that series, because the guy always has a little Mickey Mouse watch, <laughs> so I threw that in there. 
he doesn't know what has saved him from the blackness. He just knows he got through it. And so it's a, a voyage of discovery for him as he tries to find out where he is and what's going to happen next and try to understand things, which is always tricky with Ostium. Um, he finds himself in the infinity door room back to the place he never expected to be, never wanted to be and kind of having to confront his demons in that way, his, his Ostium demons. And then seeing the blackness again beyond the room, just like it was with the untethered Ostium, the blackness beyond that, the kind of Star Wars battle in the sky was a nice little reference to the Pink Floyd song, Great Gig in the Sky, which worked out nicely. Um, and it all comes down to doors, as it always does with Ostium and when Jake is involved and going from one place to another and not always making the right choice, going with your gut, but also making mistakes and having to learn from them. So he goes through the infinity door and then gets taken back to the office space where there were the clones before. And he thinks he's going to have to face them again too. Um, again, something he never wanted to do. It was just a part of his mind. He's blocked out and never wanted to confront really, but he's being forced to in this sense and doesn't see the clones there, but then sees out the window, something else, which is all the possible Jake's that could be from this moment and from other moments and the decisions that were made and kind of, talking about how every decision we make in life leads to a split in our timeline or multiple timelines, where if we choose one thing, it'll have a set direction. But if we chosen slightly different, it would lead on a different trajectory, a different direction. And so that's kind of what I was going for with the many, many, many Jake's all there. Um, but it's also our main Jake wondering if he's kind of losing his mind a bit too and going through this dark period. Um, kind of also borrowing a little bit from the Columbia episode with what he was seeing and resolving kind of what he did see in that episode, which kind of links up nicely with this episode here um, to explain some things. And then um, with all the clones jumping, all the Jakes jumping out the window, it's also a little bit of a reference to, to the kind of a mass suicide, which has also been in the back of Jake's mind all along because of, how every place they go to, their people are all gone. And there's the stories of what might've happened to the people that they don't really know. So there's a lot going on with Jake in this episode. Um, he goes through a lot, um, but he does come out of it somewhat whole. He makes his, his journey through, comes out the other side. Again, isn't totally sure where he is, but recognizes himself to be in Roanoke, a familiar place, but just as in the previous episode, it's a familiar place that the listeners know, they immediately also see that things are slightly different with the fireplace and different things going on. And then it ends with him knowing that there's another person there behind him who has a gun turned on him, and he has no idea who that person is. So it's a freaky moment for him, but... As listeners, we kind of already know that it's Dave on the other side of that. So we at least know kind of who it is, but we don't know what the next scene is going to be. And if he might actually, because they've never actually matched the two of them in person. So it might lead to something bad happening. So it was a nice little cliffhanger to reach on that episode and lead into the next episode. All right. What you got, Dwayne? So uh, I, some of the notes I had was that uh, um, I enjoyed the different discussions of time and reality as mm -hmm. you're going through um, dealing with 
his um, absorption within the, the, <laughs> the blackness um, mm. and, and with his dealing with his own sacrifice. Um, uh, I have the, the. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. He's th- actually thinking about Dave during the light show, the black mm-hmm. and the blue light show. And I don't know if that was intentional, like foreshadowing to the end of the episode. But I, when I was re-listening to it, I'm like, oh, I, I didn't realize that the the other times that I had listened to this, that you know, we he does at least try to bring up Dave, um, and that when he returns to his office, he's expecting to find the clones, uh, like you had mm-hmm. mentioned, but they're not there in the office. But there's countless numbers of them standing on the buildings across mm-hmm. the street and around. Um, which then begin to jump. And, and I have wrote down when he, when our Jake jumps as well, and they're all falling, um, it's when all of the Jakes start to wink out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wanted to ask, is that, and I, I didn't really articulate it in the note, so I'll try to make it make sense. <laughs> Was that a, um, like a conscious way for you to put in there, like that was a resolution of that Jake, that Jake, mm-hmm was not go that that particular instance of that jake followed a different trajectory than exactly yeah yeah and he he wasn't able to see where that jake was going anymore. Mm-hmm. exactly that was those separate timelines going on their own tangents and winking out of okay. jake's it, existence it, that's that's what i took from it mm-hmm. but I, I wanted to ask if that's what yeah, was that's what was i was going for it. um and again like you would mention too about at the end um what we hear we already know who it is, mm-hmm. but it, it was a good way to, it, it, it actually the Dave that we know is there from listening to it in the previous um, mm-hmm. episode doesn't seem kind of all together like the Dave that we had learned about through um, Emu. So right. um, it, well, it's he's gone through a, a lot too. He's gone through yeah, a lot of changes. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it was a very, uh, oh, good tense way to, to end the episode. Um, not really knowing how either of them were going to act because neither of them were who we thought they were or, or who neither of them are who they were before. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not, both changed. Who they, yeah. It's not that they aren't who we thought they were They're They've just grown a lot since mm-hmm. we started. Um, and therefore you know, unpredictable. Just, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I do think that this episode is a very good example of at least the part of the hero's journey where mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. hero would venture into the underworld and yeah. 
know, come out reborn as a, as a new person. I was just really excited to talk about <laughs> talking about fall too, with, you know, fallen angel, Lucifer, that stuff too. It's all, yeah. It's all familiar imagery. Yes, very much so. So that, and that, and I, I did write down that it was one of my favorite episodes because of oh. all of the quotes. Um, yeah. Because, and I'm sure that there were a couple that I was like, I had to either think about for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think I even Googled a couple of them because I was like, all right, that one I don't know. Or it didn't strike me, you know, initially. Well, a lot of the, lot of the time stuff was, yeah, I was Googling and researching around and finding ones that would fit well with Jake saying them, I think. And kind of what was rattling around in his head as he was trying to regain his consciousness. But that def- it definitely is... Um, that one of the more memorable episodes mm-hmm. as a for it being a, an audio medium mm-hmm. it's one of the more visual episodes <laughs> Good. because of because of the way he's going through things and because you did draw on so many things that i was familiar with mm-hmm. i was easy to put visuals to to what he was doing mm-hmm. cool got through your list that's it <laughs> you covered you covered most of it so i just yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. some of the big ones um, and it was, this was actually nice timing because uh, yesterday, I think it was, I got a nice um, comment on Twitter from a person who's been listening to the show um, and she had this to say about this particular saying, um, episode 28 of Ostium, Dark Side of the Moon, is pure beauty and existential dread. The story keeps getting better and better and deeper. Yeah. So I thought it was nice to have that timed comment. Um, I also had the idea a couple of days ago as I was slowly regaining my own consciousness from sleeping, that wouldn't it be cool if I kind of messed around with the episode and put the Dark Side of the Moon album under it, kind of, you know, Wizard of Oz style, (laughs) Um, (laughs) and just have it with Jake doing his monologue and then the music playing and with each section of the script going to that song. Um, So I did manage to do that over a couple of hours and working on kind of getting that together. And I'll have to figure out how to release it without violating any copyright stuff. <laughs> but it'll be fun to release. Um, probably around the time this Behind the Ostium comes out too, I think. It'll be fun. Nice. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.